0: The Secrets of Disney is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Ladies and
1: gentlemen. What's there, Mama? Ten thousand years will give you
2: such a crick in the neck.
1: How do you do?
2: How do you do what?
1: Show me the smile. If you can't say something nice... Don't
0: say nothing at all. Very nice. You can
1: sit by me. Everything's so wonderful. Come on, get up.
0: Come
1: on, get up. up. Where are we going? Up to Neverland. (laughs) You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. One kiss.
0: Unless you beg for more.
1: Hi, I'm Deborah Shabin, and you're listening to The Secrets of Disney, where we talk about about everything Disney from theme parks to movies and shows. And we delve deep into the tips, information, and fun discussions as we explore the intersection of pop culture and faith. And today we have a special topic. I can't wait to talk about it because it's kind of unique. Um, We're going to talk about heroes and villains. And here to join in on this discussion uh, today are my panelists, Lisa Hendy. Hey, great to be with you. Getting in touch with my inner villain. (laughs) And David Henlos,
0: Trying to find my inner hero. Still trying.
1: Oh, we can talk about the intersection of all of that here on today's (laughs) show. And uh, it's funny because um, I think the three of us, because we're so, I, I guess we're so into our faith, it's kind of hard to say. Oh, um which villain do you associate with because we're really not supposed to really think about that. You know, we're right. supposed to be doing good. So like, oh, okay, which villain would you be? Um and to help us along today, we um, we took a couple of really fun little like, you know, those stupid internet tests that are like which princess are you, which villain are you. And we'll we'll see what we all came up with but before we see who we're supposed who our inner villain is do you have any um favorite villains y'all we'll start with the bad
2: i mean Mm. favorite villains for me is kind of an oxymoron because do we really like the villains we've got to have them but Mm -hmm. i mean i guess as a storyteller you know that best the best stories are those that have conflicts so the villain the villain plays a role um but i i don't know if if i would say i have any favorites i i think um, scar if i was going to say one would probably be my favorite so scar from the lion king how about you Deborah
1: i actually don't i'm like you i don't i didn't really have a, a villain per se but now that i'm thinking about it like you know every story has a conflict so i was thinking about moana and i'm like who's the villain in that and mm-hmm. then i realized that there are not necessarily villains, but very complicated characters. And, um, the, the, um, the fire, the fire demon, um, I can't remember what they call her, uh, but she, you know, turns out to be, you know, the goddess mm-hmm. in the end. It's just, uh, like her alter ego, like she's the one that everybody fears, um, Takah, there we go. Anyway, they, they oh we gotta go bottle or battle a lava monster and you know and Takah and you find out Taka is actually the, the their goddess and used to be in a peaceful island until you know Maui stole her heart. Well Maui's, you know it's like this fluctuation between hero villain, hero villain. And mm-hmm. I really I like that. I like that gray area.
2: Well, it's funny. Um, let me just say this really quick. That um, on that that back and forth, um, when I was taking the when I was looking at some of the villains, one of them was Beast, which is interesting because he's also considered a hero. So mm-hmm. sometimes you can be both a hero and a villain. So
0: well, just if we're talking about straight villains and not, not, not someone who's a, who's got any gray area there, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm probably have to go with Gaston. From Beauty and the Beast, oh. just because because he because you know he doesn't have he's not like one he's not one of those you know he's not a spell casting witch he doesn't any of that, but he is literally someone I could see down I I could see that guy happening in real life or I probably met somebody <laughs> I mean like like that you is probably the that most real that's probably one of the most realistic villains I've ever seen I like that's one of the that's one of that's like. That's probably probably like one of those uh, snobby, you know, stereotypical snobby jock that somebody has has met in high school. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've met that guy.
1: <laughs> I have I have two things to say about that, which is, you know, they we see the Beauty and the Beast from kind of the perspective of Belle in a sense, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. And beasts, but not necessarily um, the townspeople. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, when they're singing about Gaston at the very beginning, they're they're honoring him. They're like, there's nobody like Gaston. And, oh, you yeah. know, and how great and brownie and strong he is and how the women swoon around him. So the townspeople like him. It's just oh, yeah. Belle who doesn't.
0: <laughs> right.
1: He's especially skilled at expectorating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to <me>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do. I love that. I do love the voice he does there. Like, I'm especially yeah.
2: <laughs> sing it, <laughs> sing it.
0: Oh god.
1: I I almost. There were so many songs that came to my head when I was we were preparing for this uh this podcast today because it's um Hercules is a good example too oh, of yeah. like um,
0: mm. oh, and we'll here. talk about
1: heroes in a second but you know Hercules you know zero to hero and and. uh, a major hunk. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's like this, all the songs that go along with him. Um, but you know, there, there was that, you were talking about how we've all kind of met a guest on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the, the uh, arrogant and kind of narcissistic character that Gaston is. But I also think one of the scarier, but more um, not so scary until you, you see them and Disney's come up with a lot more kind of sinister, under your nose, characters like um the uh, the villain in Frozen. Um, I want to say Hans. So yes, Hans, where he pretends to be in love with with um Anna, and then at the end, it's really revealed what kind of villain he is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the other one is the guy from Up. Um the the explorer who gets stranded in um in South America and then you turn he turns out to be the villain trying to, you know, kill the main characters and and collect um Kevin the the egg the rare, or the rare bird. And so you see him flip from being a good joe to what, you know, his villainous nature is. With not a lot of um I guess foresight into that. It was just kind of like a flip
2: I have to say i'm I've been working, you know every writer sort of has their novel that they're constantly mm. working on, and I've been working on on one, one for the last several months. And that's the funnest character to uh, to write and to have the secret knowledge um, as the writer when you're writing that character, you're trying to kind of like keep it under the wraps that they're the actually the villain. Um, and then it's, it's revealed at a certain point, but it's sort of fun having that knowledge (laughs) as you're creating the character, um, before it's actually revealed. So I'm sure they had a lot of fun with that.
1: Yeah. I, well, and that's the, I always wonder if people who play the actors who play the villains in the movies in real life movies, like love playing the villain. Is that something they're like, woohoo, I get to play the villain because it's so much fun. But, um. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever said, hey, that was so much fun. I played this villain. Maybe maybe Movie Monsters loved it, but...
2: I interviewed... Um, I don't know if you guys remember this movie. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it came out a couple of years, and it was about the uh, the Boston Marathon bombings, and um, I interviewed the two actors who played the Sarnaev brothers, those brothers that oh. did the bombings, and um, those... Those two young actors were both very new, you know, kind of new on the scene. And, you know, this is really kind of their breakout roles. And one of them told me that he actually kind of was a little concerned about playing that for his first sort of famous role. Because, you know, will you then be typecast or will people, you know, automatically assume that that's your nature? Um, But they also said they sort of intentionally shunned themselves on set <laughs> because they wanted um, their co you know cast members to kind of have that feeling about them that they weren't part of um the thing so it's really interesting i would imagine as an actor the challenge of playing a villain is probably
1: a you know a great challenge and there, can can i just pause for a second and ask you to a question which is what makes a villain a villain what are the characteristics you think make a villain a villain?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, I always lean towards anti-heroes because people, like, tend to identify at least to some extent with them. But the villain, what makes a villain a villain is just really, like, for me, a good villain is one that at least has some dimension. Uh, Some dimension to him, like, as to why or or something like that. The the cardboard, I'm evil just because I'm evil, always kind of bores me. But... It's either a I have some either I want to know why they're a villain, or if they can't have that, I want to see how cartoonishly far they will go. <laughs> that <laughs> that gets interesting too.
2: Yeah, it's sort of like the fallen angel, huh? Like um, right. they were they would have been a hero, but their mom and dad were really mean to them. But when they were little, <laughs> that's interesting.
1: Well, think about like okay, here's a an example I was thinking about all weekend. It is literally one of my favorite underrated disney movies which is um the emperor's new groove which has some of the best one-liners of a movie ever because it has david spade and um and uh nathan Fillion. is that his Mm -hmm. name and then um eva or um eva was played by eartha kitt
0: and patrick warburton is crunk
1: that's it that's who i remember patrick warburton
0: like one of the best voice actors out there
1: yeah, for, but for, for
0: straight for straight just straight classic I am, you know, voice.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's funny because it's like there's there's that dichotomy again of like Kronk, um, who's technically the bad guy at the beginning, and so is Isma. And then also you have the bad guy being the emperor himself, Cusco. Yeah. Because, you know, he was he, they show him being, you know. Slightly narcissistic and, well, very narcissistic. Slightly. (laughs) Yeah, slightly, just a little bit. And spoiled and entitled and um, a little power hungry. And, um, you know, and you see all the bad things he does. And then he goes through the transformation, literally, quite literally to Llama, but also um, into a better person, you know, into a less selfish person as the movie progresses. And you also see the dichotomy of Kronk. Who mm-hmm. literally has the angel devil moment where he has to choose, you know, which you know, is he gonna do bad or good? You know, and ultimately he chooses good. Which which gives you hope,
2: right? That, mm-hmm. right, right. that there's always a
1: chance for mm-hmm.
2: uh and that's what we want in those stories, the story of the hero's journey.
1: Right, right. Cause it's a the whole Disney relies heavily on the Joseph Campbell um uh I guess, guidelines to for the hero's journey. And in every movie, especially the Pixar movies, you know, it's all follows, you know, basically the step-by-step, uh, step, the hero's journey. And um, I don't know what, well, so I did give you, there's some quizzes and I will try to remember to send them to Dom to put in our show notes. Um, I gave David and Lisa and myself um, a couple quizzes to take to see what, what their inner villain is. And uh, I, so the two I took, one um, was a BuzzFeed one, and the other one was a Oh My Disney one. And I got the same villain for each one, which is Ursula.
2: Ursula.
0: Bonus points for consistency.
1: Right? <laughs> so. Yeah,
2: that's an interesting thing that you got her in both places, because yeah. um, cause it, you must have been really consistent. I was thinking when I was taking the BuzzFeed one, if I answered this half an hour later who would I get? Cause I'd probably answer those right. questions differently if I'm hangry right. when I took the, when I the <laughs> quiz. And ironically, oh, yeah. I think David and I got the same person. So do you want to reveal yeah. who are?
0: We are Jafar for some reason. I don't that, 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 that freaked my wife out.
2: The grand vizier. <laughs> I think for yes. me, the part of the reason that I got it was there was a little bit of a spiritual element to Jafar mm. sort of like, Will you use your brute physical thing, or will you use like your your evil powers of your mind? And your and, and I wonder mm-hmm. if you answered it that way too. That that's how we both got it.
0: Yeah. Well, the the main th- I think why why they end up and it with Jafar for me, like you know, how would you, you know, punish your enemies? You know, like would you crush them, kill them? I'm like, you know, or embarrass them. I chose embarrass. And then, like <laughs> I would, like, like, yeah, I would rather I someone guess... die of humiliation.
1: Right, I, and I think that was probably why I got Ursula. And too, is I chose things like that. Like I don't really want to kill anybody, but I do mm. want magical powers. Yes. You know, and then so that's I guess the other thing too is like you know, are there things that villains have? that um that you want like some certain powers or certain attributes that would you know would be it's kind of like slytherin in the Mm -hmm. in the franchise we shouldn't be talking about on secrets of disney but you know (laughs) (laughs) when you're in the slytherin house you know it's not like are you all evil or can you use parcel tongue to you know to speak to snakes for you for the good you know is what what um sinister I guess, uh, skills would, would serve also a hero.
2: Well, it's not even, it's probably not really like, um, a classic Disney villain, but the other person that I was thinking of was Ernesto de la Cruz from, um, Coco,
0: <laughs> you know,
2: um, uh-huh. Benjamin Bratt, um, that, oh. that character that was that, Benjamin
0: Bratt. Oh, yeah, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: um, that, that sort of, you know, bravado. um You're in love with them. He's like the hero, and then suddenly it's like his real side comes out, and you you learn the backstory. Mm-hmm. So, so interesting,
1: right? Hey, I just took a really stupid Disney quiz. quiz not I shouldn't <laughs> say stupid. It was based off of your birthday. What what mm. what's your soulmate? Your villain soulmate based off of your birthday, and I got Jafar, So there oh, we go. Nice. There you go. That's funny.
0: <laughs> I was just sad that I didn't, I mean, I guess he's not really a villain. He starts out as one. I was sad that I didn't get Stitch or something like that, because that's one of the few voices I can actually do that's in my vocal range.
1: Okay, now you've got to do the Stitch.
0: Ohana oh, means family, and family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. Yeah.
1: Oh
2: my gosh. <laughs> you good. <laughs> good. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I didn't get her in the in the quiz, but I said my backup is definitely Cruella Deville, who's like the most evil, you know. Cr- even her right. name, mm-hmm. Cruel oh. Devil. Cruella devil, Deville. Yes. That um yes. she's sort of like just, you know, the massive evil villain person. Skinning puppies. That's just yeah. terrible. Yeah, But just, just yeah, terrible. like
0: she she's not for, out for world domination or any or, <laughs> or 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 like she wants to kill puppies. And that's pretty much just like it's like that, that's something that even like some hardcore mafia guys are like, "No, nah, man, that's too much." <laughs> 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 yeah. I, it's like I am like uh, some the, the same people who who will break someone's nose for a quarter will not kill a puppy. It's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm trying to think who the most villainous villain is. Now that we talk about, oh, that's just a, a bridge too far. Who's the most villainous villain?
2: I mean, mm-hmm. you got to go is... back to like, um, you know, the um, some of the classic Disney movies like Snow White, the evil, like yeah. the yeah. Evil
1: Queen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to think about that. I'm trying to race through all the villains in my head, and that's a pretty good one. I think she she even goes as far as disguising herself to do her dastardly. Plotting and planning, so it's interesting. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm going to be curious to see who our listeners um say that they are when it comes to villains.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think if there's some other villains that like when you, when you mentioned Stitch, you know, he what turned him was um a little behavioral therapy by you know uh, his earthly family, but also you know is there a point where a character can be redeemed and go from villain to hero mm-hmm. and you know and disney's good at showing us stuff like that as well you know like i mentioned emperor's new groove and you know you know um uh, moana where maui turns from you know basically a gaston kind of character to you know somebody who is maui but uh, you know i wonder where that point is what is it that turns characters from villains to heroes
2: yeah i mean there are so many and an interesting thing is that um there are almost as many female villains and i think sometimes for me that a really scary female villain is actually maybe it's cuz i'm woman i'm a woman but um they're you know they're they're almost more evil because we don't expect them to be you know
1: like the like um in cinderella obviously the the villain is the wicked stepmother Who's not? Who has no special powers, so to speak? You know, she can't cast spells. She's not, you know, she, all she can be is mean. That's pretty much her specialty: mean and cruel. And that's she's mm-hmm. that way consistently through the through the mm-hmm. movie.
2: And Maleficent, um, oh, who yeah is you know coming into rights on her own as, as as sort of you know somebody who's talked about now a lot in opposition to the Disney princesses um, is another really. You know, a really big one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And before I, because I think another villain question before we talk about heroes, um, and this is something that I was trying to figure out. And once you said Maleficent, I totally, oh, yeah. When did the the villain sidekick kind of take root like when did they ever get this animal sidekick and i couldn't remember what movie would have been one of the first to have to feature like the villain sidekick you know that would have been an animal
2: so i'm i'm going back a little bit to um uh what what is the name of the movie but shere khan and snake, the, the jungle, snake, book. The jungle yeah. book yeah so maybe that i don't know no, you said, well, Mal- and she had that, um, Malefica, crow. yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. true. And I, if I remember correctly and people can correct me, cause I don't have my, my Wikipedia up to show the sequence of Disney movies. I think that's the fourth or fifth movie that was made um, animated. So it's a newer, it's an older, but um, it's one of the older ones. And um, before that, like Dumbo and Bambi and, and um Fantasia and um Snow White, and none of them I mean Snow White had little woodland creatures, and so did Sleeping Beauty, but nobody had a dedicated sidekick and so, so- here's
2: here's something interesting deborah on mm. um one of the lists that I looked at that was a list of villains. It listed the movie Bambi, and they listed the can you guess who the villain was in Bambi
1: man, yes <laughs> there you go, never well, seen- and if you think. If you think about um also Dumbo who's the villain in that movie, it's man.
0: Oh man.
1: Right. And yeah. well and technically the overarching villain in The Jungle Book is man because they're all afraid of him. They're like, sure. you know, you, we got to return the cub, the man cub to the man village, but we can't have anything to do with man. So that's it's interesting how, you know, collectively we become the villain. And and maybe that's something we've kind of seen also slightly in, during this last couple months with the, you know, as far as environmental issues, like, you know, seeing um, smog clear up and <laughs> and water clear up and like, oh, yeah, we, we we're kind of the villain, aren't we? All right.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, anyway, I was just thinking of like of like, uh, famous sidekicks for villains, too, because, uh, there's several of those that have always been classic, um, like Iago, who's Jafar's sidekick, who was voiced by, um, oh, what is his name? Oh, gosh, it was on the tip of my tongue. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, comedian. the little guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, our Godfrey. Um, Gilbert Godfrey. Oh,
0: Gilbert Godfrey, yeah.
1: Yes. But there, yeah, was I can't, that voice famous. I can't do.
0: That was so, that's so guttural it ripped my throat out. <laughs> uh, I try. You should try.
1: But, you know, they always seem to have really interesting sidekicks. You know, um, Ursula, her sidekicks were the electric eels. And, um, you know, Hades had pain and panic. And I was thinking of one of my favorites, though. And this is a weird one. This is obscure. You're ready for this one. You might not even remember who this is. So in the rescuers down under, oh. the villain, <laughs> the villain had this lizard called Joanna the Goanna, and Joanna was so cute. I used to love that that sidekick because she was so cute as a dastardly lizard, and um, I kind of felt a little like, oh, I bet in the right hand, she would have been a perfect pet. <laughs>
2: There you go. I mean, there's a whole other question as does the plucky sidekick have their their ability to to choose stripped away from them?
1: <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, I admit that was one of those obscure like I used to love that as a sidekick. I, that's like the only thing I remember from that movie And is is the um, henchman's little animal sidekick. Anyway, um, so we can talk about your hero's journey now from uh, maybe being slightly villainous to potentially being um, a zero-to-hero, a major hunk. There we go. Mike Hercules. Hercules.
0: Well, at, least, uh, at least somewhat decently presentable.
1: Right. Who's your favorite <laughs> hero, then?
0: I actually was going to say Hercules first just because he messes up so much. Um, <laughs> right? Like... like I identify. I identify with a guy who's who, not so much with a guy who jumps in and uh, jumps in and 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 saves the day, but jumps in and saves the building after tripping on under his own, his own feet, knocking over a wall. <laughs> not yet. Like, yeah, he,
1: yeah. He tries very, very hard, kind of like um, uh, Tarzan does too. Oh. In um, you know, in uh, well, Tarzan name of the movie, but and Wreck It Ralph. There's a good one. Oh, I like. Nice. I've got
2: to go Belle because, um, even though I don't know that you'd think of her as a classic hero, um, love is the hero. Um, but Belle, I mean, particularly when she replaces her father and takes on, you know, the punishment of her father. Um, I mean, I loved her from the minute that she was a bookworm at the beginning of the, (laughs) the movie, Mm -hmm. um, but her courage and, um, you know the fact that her heart turns, um, thats a—I—I I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for
1: Belle. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, I, and that's the thing. I'm looking through all of these quizzes on Oh My Disney, and they're all like, "What is your favorite Disney? You know, soulmate princess?" And they're all princess quizzes. I'm like, I just want a hero. Can mm-hmm. I? Uh, can I just get a hero based off of um, every hero and not just Disney princesses?
2: But don't you think Belle could have been a hero? Like, I mean, not ha- doesn't have to be a princess because in the beginning, you know, sticker and jeans instead of the yellow dress or whatever. Um, right? You know, it's this not- reminds
0: me a Re- this this reminds me of Wreck at Ralph 2 where they have the <laughs> Disney princess. Have if you guys both seen that?
1: No, yes. I haven't.
0: Yes, uh, it's the, excellent. Yeah, they they have a they have a. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try not to spoil too much of it, but there's, there's a segment where the, you know, where they have all, like all the classic Disney princesses in a room and Vanellope, the, the pro, the deuteragonist or however you call it, it shows up and, and she's like, and she, she really you knows technically she's a Disney princess too. And you know, they, they basically go over all the tropes about how men have rescued them and stuff like that. And then, Towards the end of Wreck-It Ralph, wreck Ralph is falling fr- from a great height. Looks like he's going to get killed. And they all shout, oh, look, a big, strong man in need of rescuing. And they actually <laughs> they go off and save him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Wreck-It Ralph for a lot of reasons. And, uh, you know, and, and his is a good story, too. Like, you know, he wants to be the hero. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. He's, he's He tries so hard not to be the bad guy and then it ends up being even worse, mm-hmm. you know? It's another, it's another Hercules kind of story, but I don't know if I, I, I'm trying to think who I really would, would, um, yeah, I think Brickett Ralph is a good one for me. I think he's, and that, and I, I do like Kronk and I do like, um, uh, the, uh, Emperor from Emperor's New Groove. I really do like them and I will throw Goofy in there. Weirdly enough, I will throw Mickey Mouse and Goofy in there.
0: <laughs> well, entertaining okay, as he
1: may be, <laughs> another <laughs> famous underrated Disney movie that you, that has like this really strange cult like following that same following that has a uh, Emperor's New Groove has is a Goofy movie. Have you ever seen it?
0: Yeah, oh,
2: a long time ago.
0: Hmm
1: oh it is really quite a good movie i so i used to this it, it just celebrated its 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary this year and um because i we used to have it on vhs and when i was doing daycare like a day camp for kids we'd put that in, in in the morning every morning for you know if any kids wanted to watch some movie and i i got hooked on it it's uh but you know it's a story about you know, how Goofy is, you know, really trying hard to be a good dad. And, you know, and and Max, who's his teenage son. So it's a really interesting, you know, here's another story of somebody who's trying so hard that he kind of screws things up. But <laughs> but it's Sorry so endearing. Life. Yeah, it's so endearing, you know. And um, I I think Goofy is a very unsung hero in my mind. Well, I'm just wondering,
2: David, when you watch these movies with your kids, I was thinking about how, like, when I review movies now, a lot of times I'm thinking about from a family perspective, what a family will take away from it. Do you Mm kind of like have those conversations with the kids afterwards about like, oh, who was the bad guy or who was the good guy or what scared you or whatever? I mean, there's a lot that can be like organically learned from looking at the hero and the villain in a story.
0: Yeah, we always have the "who's the bad guy and who's the good guy" conversations, but it's obviously obvious which part scared them because they will like literally like dive under a blanket or like we. My my kids are four and seven. Seven year olds still can't finish the Jungle Book just because the 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 as soon as Ka gets the snake gets there, boom, she's done. It's like, <laughs> big long snake. I'm a snake. I'm out. Pfft, done.
1: She sounds like a Nebraska girl to me. I would have been the same way. (laughs) That is so funny. I just had this
2: flashback of, it's not a Disney movie, but um, we had the VHS tape of Jumanji, and it was just terrifying to my younger son, so much so to the extent that my husband had to actually, like, take it out and bury it in the backyard, (laughs) like smash it up into pieces and bury it. Wow. (laughs) My son was so upset by that movie, and we never really even watched the whole movie because he was just so terrified of it so i don't know what well, was so scary but yeah the going under the blanket could be a good um i've done that on occasion lately when my husband's watching something on netflix so <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i i have a an ursula not my ursula story but an ursula story is so i i watch a lot of um youtube content that are disney people who go to disney and like you know do disney videos at at disney and one of them she her name is molly and she um she was talking about how she couldn't get through the little mermaid because she hated ursula so much and that when um she would have to have her parents fast forward you know back in the vhs days you know when her uh i guess the final finale scene between her and and Prince Eric, because she just hated that scene and hated Ursula. And then they took her to Disney and they and Ursula happened to be in one of the parades. And she turned to her mom and said, what is she doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and then she made her whole family. She was, you know, probably, you know, David's daughter's age, made her whole family turn around and not watch the parade while Ursula was going by.
2: <laughs> oh <my. laughs> Too funny.
1: Isn't that cute? That's a cute story. But, you know, and. I could see how Ursula could be very scary. she's very much the epitome of the the Disney villain you know I, uh, heroes are you know there there's so many good hero stories uh, you know that it's hard for me to pick my favorite one. I don't know if did we go through some of the the more iconic ones? I guess like Simba's like one of the more iconic ones,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. or Aladdin is another one uh-huh. that comes to mind um interestingly um on uh, Pocahontas um on one of the lists that I looked at, both John Smith and Pocahontas were listed as heroes. I think she is far more than he is. but
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I loved that movie. That movie came out um, when I was 19. And it's just one of those movies that kind of define your, you know, when you're on your own first mm-hmm. for the first time in your life. And I'm like, oh, I have such good, you know, movie um, memories with that particular movie. It was my first summer I worked at Disney and that movie came out.
2: And you could paint so, with all the colors of the wind.
1: Mm. Exactly. <laughs> and that's such a such great music comes from that too.
0: Well well I have to say I don't here, here's a movie for you. It's obvious in Peter Pan that Hook is the villain, or, or at least it when they're in Neverland, but I don't consider Peter Pan to be an actual hero. Oh consider, I consider him to be well, I mean, he kinda helps save the day, but he's kind of a he's kind of a jerk. <laughs>
1: he's, he's kind of a twelve year old still, he's a he, boy. He, yeah. He's just I mean, he,
0: he doesn't want anyone to get hurt, but he's mostly just playing around through the whole film. He doesn't take any of it seriously.
1: Uh, so. Yeah, I could see that.
0: If if anything if anything, I think Wendy is probably <laughs> most the most heroic. The hero. Yeah, the heroine baby. of
1: Yeah, I could see that. And yeah, it, it's funny because now that you mention it, yeah, Wendy kinda does save the day for the most part. And Ooh. she's
0: getting assaulted by the mermaids, he's like, oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I never thought about – that's – I guess um, Peter Pan is not one of my favorite Disney movies, and maybe that's the reason why. Why you hit the nail on the head is that the person we're supposed to want to be like, which is Peter Pan, is – don't want to be like him. I want to be like Wendy.
0: I would want to be in Neverland. That looks pretty cool, but I don't want yeah, – not really so much the Peter Pan. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we would love to hear what your favorite um, Disney hero or heroine or princess or um, – we didn't even talk about their sidekicks because, you know, as Maui would say, you have a, you know, you're the daughter of the chief, you wear a dress and you have a animal sidekick, you're a princess. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite princess or hero or even hero sidekick? We'd love to hear your your uh, reactions to this. You know, we'd love to see what if you go and uh, take any of these quizzes, you know, did you become or did you get a different answer than um, Ursula or Jafar, which seems to be the most popular. <laughs> yeah. Or did you get a princess one? Who's your princess? Who's your inner princess? Which seems to be about 12 million surveys on that one here on Oh My Disney. Um but anyway, we we should probably let you know how to get a hold of us. You know, we'd like to take a moment uh to thank our patrons who make this possible to create the secrets of Disney and their generous donations at SQPN. .com/give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of disney and all the shows on star and you can join them by visiting us at sqpn.com/give and you can subscribe to this show on apple podcasts, google play, stitcher, TuneIn in, spotify, iheart radio or the sqpn youtube channel and you can also email us at disney@ at sqpn.com you can also follow us on our social media facebook dot again StarQuest media or twitter sqpn is our handle and um next week we really haven't talked about what we're gonna we'll make, keep that a surprise for our topic for next week yeah um, but in, when, yeah, when we'll they send their emails
2: or leave a comment they should do it in the voice of their uh their favorite hero or villain.
1: Oh, that'd, be, that'd be fun. Oh my gosh, that'd be so well, much leave fun. Leave us if a quote
2: from your favorite hero or villain.
1: Right. Does that mean? Does that voice <laughs> really mean? Oh, well. There you go. Who's that villain? <laughs> if, someone does, if
0: someone does WALL-E, I'll be totally impressed.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, until then, you know, we have David Handlos. We thank you for joining us on The Secrets of Disney. Thank you, David. Love it. And... And Lisa Hendy, we also thank you as well. And once again, I'm Deborah Shaben. and thank you for listening to The Secrets of Disney on Star Quest. Ta-ta for now.